You are listening to Unbreakable Success, episode 53. Welcome to Unbreakable Success, where each episode gives you the experts and perspectives to evolve your success in mind, body, and wealth. My name is Aaron Keith Hawkins, and I have over 20 years of leadership experience as a public servant and as an entrepreneur. And now, my mission is your success. If you are dealing with something and you want some personal help, if you got a relationship issue, an issue as a, as a leader in your business or in your career, if there's something that you want to improve when it comes to your ability to influence yourself or influence some, someone else or some others in your life, then feel free to book a coaching session with me. You can reach out to me at AaronKeithHawkins.com forward slash Y-O-U and just apply for a free session, an actual coaching session with me one-on-one to help you with your influence and relationships. I'm happy to help you out. There's a couple questions to make sure we're likely to be a good fit at AaronKeithHawkins.com forward slash Y-O-U and that'll give us a chance to connect and for you to get some support, some outside perspective, and I truly believe it'll help you out. Sincerely, it's what I do. I love doing it, so I'm offering it to you. AaronKeithHawkins.com forward slash Y-O-U. Welcome back to another episode of Unbreakable Success. I'm really excited to have our guest today, Nicole Jansen. She's a keynote speaker, business coach, podcast host, behavioral specialist, and I'm excited because I know there's going to be a lot of tangible stuff that we're going to get to today uh, to help everybody out listening in their business and or life. For everybody that doesn't know you, they really should be knowing you. So tell us a little bit about, uh, I definitely want to hit on your podcast real quick. Tell, us, tell everybody about your podcast, Leaders of Transformation. Awesome. Well, thank you, Aaron. I'm, I'm glad to be here. It's a pleasure. We had a conversation recently and a little shout out to Christopher Worth for introducing us. Yes. Uh, he's uh, an awesome guy. And uh, yeah, so I really enjoyed our conversation and I'm excited to be here today. Uh, yeah, in terms of my in terms of my podcast, blah, 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 I'm a host and I can't talk. You know? <laughs> I do it all the time. I got my name wrong a few weeks ago. <laughs> Yesterday I was doing an event and I was like, blah, 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 like talking to people out in the foyer and I went, surely this will stop before yeah. I get on stage. But anyway, I do. Yeah, I do have a podcast called the uh, Leaders of Transformation. And what we do is uh, we interview amazing difference makers. You're going to be on uh, yeah. difference makers, world changers, people that are not just those big world changers. Everybody knows their name, but mm-hmm. it's also the people that are just doing what they do every single day. And making an impact in their local community, and and uh, I like that balance, yeah. you know, because yeah. it's it's um it's those people oftentimes where I'll talk to them, and they don't even they don't even see themselves as a leader of transformation, and they're like, oh, I don't I don't even didn't even think about it that way, yeah. you know, the lady who's got a, a preschool in you know in in Atlantic Canada who, um, you know, teaches abundance, you know, the thinking to preschoolers. I mean, she is setting up the next generation. It's pretty That's awesome. Amazing. So yeah, and then on the other side, of course, is you know the Bob Bergs of the world and Dory Clark's and yep. really cool people that uh, yeah. So it's been it's been a lot of fun. Been doing it almost almost three years now, and I uh, nice. got 180 ish episodes up there depending nice. when this comes out. And uh, yeah, it's been fun. Awesome. You yeah, you've definitely been crushing it with the episodes, and I, I, it was really cool uh, to go down the list of all the the guests you had, and and there's some overlap with us, so that was neat. I'm like. She's, she's good people. <laughs> but yeah, I love that balance between, you know, you always want to have the, you know, the names that people know, 
and that people will that will draw people so they'll be comfortable listening because oh I know that person uh, which is mm-hmm. great and then to get to the other people like you said which is always I always love it when people don't think of themselves um, not that I love it it's probably not the right thing to say but I always respect it when you meet people that are just absolutely stunning and they're just like oblivious to it it is so refreshing and in, in you know in the social media age when there's a lot of pretentiousness out there and people trying to look and make themselves appear larger than life which is which is fine we all got to make a living and do our thing but it is so refreshing to see people changing like really impacting lives and businesses and communities and just be going about their day because it's what they love doing it's such a cool thing so how did you get started in 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 this world of coaching and training and and helping people develop themselves in business and life because you do you don't just do business coaching, but you're also, you're a human behavior specialist and you have all these things that you learn, but how did this sort of unfold for you? Because I, I think we're similar. We didn't, me doing this now had nothing to do with what I was doing as a young adult. <laughs> and it's, it's almost laughable looking over my shoulders. <laughs> I always love getting, oh, hearing, you didn't have it on your wall. You didn't no, have it on your wall and say one day I'm going to no, podcast. I was, when coach. I was, Gosh, when I was 13, 14, I had Lamborghinis on my wall and stuff. I was that kid, like, well, one day I won't have this, but I'll keep watching Miami Vice because it's pretty cool. Oh, my gosh, that's so <laughs> funny. That's exactly what I was, I was thinking as you were saying that. I was thinking on my wall yeah. was the uh, Ferrari Testarossa. The white one. From, the, from Miami Vice. Yes, yeah. And, and yeah, and, uh, you know, Don Johnson loved watching <laughs> that show. That was on my wall. But um, there's so many 20 year olds right now listening to this going, who, what? That movie was a couple years ago with Jamie Foxx. What are you talking about? (laughs) Right now. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, it's it's, uh, before I before I answer that, you know, when you talk about um, the people on the show. And I know that's where uh, you come in as well. Your your picture behind, which I commented on, and I said I love it. Um, you know, we talk about love, and one of the things I've had people on my show, or that wanted to be on my show, I should say, that have said to me, "Hey, I've got like a hundred thousand followers, and I've, I've done all these things, and mm-hmm. I've been in a contributor in this magazine or that magazine. I've done blah blah blah." Yeah. And and I really do honor the success that people have, you know, that people have accomplished uh, in their life and in their business. But uh, I, what I what I always say is that is so fantastic. What I really want to know first, though, is mm-hmm. how are you making a difference? Because that's that's what this show is about. Yeah. It's not just about getting people on that have a lot of followers and so forth. And then um, at the same time, and I lost you there, Aaron. Where'd you go? Oh, we lost my video. No. Yeah, we lost your video. No, where's your happen. Where's your handsome face? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta get this back. We can't lose me. Um, why did that happen? Okay. You turn your video off? Yeah. There you are. Okay, there we are. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Everything's fine. (laughs) Put the phones down. (laughs) (laughs) You're blowing up our phone lines here. So, um... But yeah, so that's that's always really really important. But yeah. to to answer your question in terms of how I got into this, yeah, I would never have imagined. In fact, well, podcasting didn't exist when, I, when you and I were that age, putting things on our wall as a kid. But um, I actually got into on you know entrepreneur coaching, business coaching, um, working with people, being a human behavior specialist, which that that I know is on my LinkedIn, and it's funny because when I when I um, 
when I first put that on my card back mm-hmm. in like 2005-ish, somewhere in there when I launched Discover the Edge. And, uh, you know, you talk to people at networking events, and then you meet them and then, you, you know, you hand them your card. They ask you, oh, you can have your card. And then it looks like, they're, oh, she's a human behavior specialist. Have you been analyzing <laughs> me this whole time? And it's like, no. You <laughs> no, had that on your card in 2005. You got some yeah. looks, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, they were like, what the yeah. heck? And I was like, never mind. Well, because that was the designation that they, yeah. that's what they called it when I got the training. So I yeah. was like, oh, I'll put this on my card. Yeah, and then I took it off quickly because it freaked people out. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, anyway, yeah, I've been an entrepreneur for um, most of my life. And I uh, actually just celebrated uh, 30 years uh, since I registered my first official business and um, I started when I was two but (laughs) (laughs) and you know I just I just kind of backed into it you know my parents were entrepreneurs my dad owned uh, garage businesses franchises and uh, back in Canada where I'm from and my mom worked in the business my brother later on worked in the business so we Mm -hmm. were all you know, in that space, uh, very young age, and my parents started a network marketing business when I was seven, and then I worked with them, helped them, and it just, and I never really thought of myself as a coach Mm -hmm. um, or training or anything like that, because we were just doing what we were doing, because later on, as I got more involved in that business and helped to grow that business, we developed a very successful organization, had business all over the world, and these people that were in the organization, they needed to start, like somebody, you know, you know, network marketing, right? Yeah. Set, sign somebody up and they have big dreams and goals and they want to launch their business and we treated it like a business and mm-hmm. so we taught people business principles what it would take you have a product you have customers how does that work and build an, build a team and so we were teaching this day in day out and mm-hmm. I never thought of it as hey I'm coaching people or I'm mentoring people but of course mindset all of these issues yeah. show up in that space because you know here they're doing something completely new and, you know, they don't know how to do it or they're talking to their friends, especially back in the day. You know, yeah. I joke about it saying you can sell Amway, you can sell anything. But, you know, <laughs> back in that day, people were like, what are you doing, right? Now, network marketing, a lot of people do it. But back yeah. then, back in the old days when, you know, you used to climb uphill, you know, both ways. <laughs> um, back in those days, people, you know, they 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 were, you know, they'd get all these crazy looks. Even still today, I'm sure that happens in network marketing. I don't build yeah. anymore about you know, so you'd have to deal with all of those, the the rejection, the objections, yeah. the fear, the doubt, and so forth. So I always melded those two together. So later on, after I left that industry and launched Discover the Edge and thought, what am I what am I gonna do? Like what kind of skill sets do I have? Mm-hmm. What passion? Uh, what am I passionate about? What can I, you know, what can I bring together to bring value? Mm-hmm. Um, that's where, that's where I realized that, wow, you know what, I was I was teaching people. Actually, that's where the, the human behavior specialist came in when I started to learn about personality dynamics. Yeah. Well, I actually, I was trained in it. I've always used it throughout the, my yes. whole career. And I just realized one day I was talking to someone and I thought, you know what, I'm doing this all the time. I am yeah. using this as one of those things that is an automatic that is a tool that, you know, understanding relationships, understanding people dynamics mm-hmm. is relevant to every industry and every part yeah. of our life. So it started there. And then, yeah, and then people started asking me questions and saying, hey, can you coach me and train? And I'm like, I'm not. And then I realized, oh, yeah, I guess I have been doing this for a long time. Yeah. So it st- it fell, the pieces fell into place. And, uh, and here we are today. So the podcasting came out about three years ago, launched the podcast. It was what I call a divine download. It was God said, you're going to do a podcast. It's going to be called this. 4.30 in the morning, woke me up out of a dead sleep. Oh, and uh, and he's like, you're going to do this and do it. And I'm like, <laughs> um, 
okay, yeah. that wasn't on the radar. But, you know, I am so grateful that I have because you and I wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. If yeah. I hadn't done the podcast, yeah. I wouldn't know Chris Worth. I wouldn't know all these amazing people. And I look back and I see all the people that I know now and that I hang out with on a regular basis. Yeah. I wouldn't know most of them, even though I had a huge network back then. But yeah. it's it's just so much more enhanced, you know, and they're all transformers. They're people that are making an impact in the world. And I love that. Yeah, so. it's so cool. It is so cool. That's such, I love that lesson that you, um, you just hit on talking about that you had been doing all these things. And it's funny in, in this entrepreneurial world, and I, a lot of our listeners are, or if they're not entrepreneurs, they kind of have that spirit, or they're, you know, thinking about the side gig, that kind of thing. But I, one of their biggest fears when people transition from, you know, the the typical nine to five world to entrepreneurship and working for themselves is, and it happened to me, is this kind of freak out where you're like, okay, I don't know anything about this business and I don't know this and I don't know that, but what you begin to realize and what I hope everybody, um, the reason I bring it up is because I want everybody to listen to, to catch that is that whatever you've been doing, it is, I can almost guarantee that there are skills that you've built, whether you're 20 or you're 50 or 70 starting something new, you have transferable skills to the new thing you want to do. And, and I'm sure, and we tend to discount ourselves, right? Like I'm, yeah, I'm sure you did. I had a similar experience you described when you went to the training and you learned, I'm sure you learned things that were new, but you, in many ways, you just realized in a structured way that that's what you'd been doing. I had a similar experience when I was in uh, at grad school and I took a, I took like a minor in professional coaching and I'm going through the class and I learned a ton from the classes, but I'm like, yeah, this, yeah, that's what I do. And that's what I do. And that's what I do. But it, it was almost refreshing that, it's almost like confirmation that you weren't nuts. <laughs> yeah, you, and it actually kinda... creates a structure. Like yeah, you were saying, yeah. it actually, what I realized, and even later on, it was funny because I um, started to, in doing the business coaching, I started to teach people how to sell because yeah. as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, you got to know how to sell and your mm -hmm. team doesn't, needs to know how to sell. So I was doing it from that perspective. And it was funny because I worked with Blair Singer for a number of years, and Blair is an amazing uh, human being. He's an amazing uh, individual, knows a lot about sales and teaching it. And he was teaching objection handling, like here's the process, right? Acknowledge, ask a question. And, and I'm going, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going, and he's explaining his process. And I was like, yep, that, that's that's it. That's, that's what I've been doing for 20 years. Yeah. And it created that structure. But what it did, it was valuable because it actually gave me a structure to now turn around and teach it to someone else. And I think that's part of the challenge is you have people that are successful in a career. They, and even especially if they're, if they're playing to their strengths, which I'm a real big believer in having people play to their strengths. Yeah. That's why companies called discover the edge, right? The mm -hmm. edge is when you're um, playing to your strengths, it's a sweet spot where you're playing your strengths, your passion, your experience, and you bring that together to build a business mm -hmm. where you can actually make money and sustain your life, you know, doing what you love and, uh, and what you're great at. Well, in that, you know, when you're doing it, you, you're so, you, you know, oftentimes people are, are so unconsciously competent yes. of what they're doing is they take it for granted and they're like, well, doesn't everybody do this? Yeah. Mm, no, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm super organized and one of my gifts is in, you know, maximizing. That's why I maximize potential and people and systems and efficiencies and businesses and so forth. And I'm like, Everybody's, everybody does this. And then you go into somebody's house and you realize not everybody is organized. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, or business. You're like, that was actually one of the first the first clients I had. 
I walked in and I was doing a training for their team on, you know, people dynamics and so forth. Mm -hmm. And they had their business in this big, huge house, uh, you know, 7,500 square foot home or whatever. And so mm -hmm. they had office in there and, and, uh, I walked, I walked in and I, I just wanted to walk right back out again. I was like, what the oh, heck? Did I just like hit a tornado zone. <laughs> and after we did the training, I was like, yeah, okay, we'll deal with, you know, we'll deal with yeah. that and work with your team. But, um, what do, would you like to talk about what's going on over here? <laughs> Cause I think some of the chaos, oh, if you, the frustration that's going on here is related to here. Yeah. And so that's actually where I started piloting the business coaching. Cause I was like, good Lord, I guess, I guess not everybody does this. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's funny. That <clears throat> definitely transfers the disorganization in one place leads to uh, another. So what was, um, I got to ask because you've because you've done so much. What are some of the common hurdles that you've seen? Because you because you've gosh these decades that you've had of watching people grow their business or attempt to grow their business. And I'd love to get your your take on on a couple things. I, I want to get to I want to get to a topic, but I'm going to let you answer this question first. What do you think are some of the biggest hurdles that maybe you experienced as you were growing what you were doing um, that you keep seeing happen externally with other people as you as you gone through the years um what are a couple of the big things that maybe you dealt with and how you how did you deal with it that you can help transfer to to the people that are listening so maybe they can make sense and benefit off of your struggle <laughs> so to speak well you know it's interesting because um we all want a certain outcome a result in yeah. our life and that comes from doing certain things right we've got to take action mm -hmm. to create a result but what impacts our actions and our behaviors is our mindset. And our mindset is made up, uh, the, this is the way I look at it, is when you think of what influences your mindset, well, yes, it is It is your natural strengths, your natural um, makeup, your personality, all those elements, and it's also your beliefs. Your beliefs about yourself, your beliefs about others, and your beliefs about the world around you. So when one of the one of the biggest things and the obstacles it always seems to it's not so much the how to yeah it's yeah. It, i mean that stuff you know you can figure that out mm -hmm. right what what holds us back what held held me back what continues it's it's like we have a comfort zone we have a we have a safe place a life concept right and we say yeah. this is the way the world is and oftentimes you know it's it's quite limiting right it yeah. keeps us in this box and so when you want to go out and do something new, you know, then that's where the, the fear, the doubt, the mm -hmm. I'm not good enough and all those conversations come up. And it's related to those belief systems. What do I believe about myself? What do I believe about others? And what do I believe about my the world around uh, me? So an example of that is, I don't know that I, I hear this all the time, right? I can't sell. I'm not a salesperson. <laughs> I'm not a business person. Yeah. I don't know how to do this, right? Yeah. And it's interesting because my belief is that everybody is an entrepreneur. Now, some are going to own businesses, some are going to yeah. work inside a business, right? But everybody is an entrepreneur, because I believe that we are all created in God's image. God is a creator that makes us a creator. What is an entrepreneur? Creator, right? Mm -hmm. So everybody has that entrepreneurial spirit. It's actually been trained out of us in school. Yeah. No disrespect to the teachers listening, but it's actually been trained out of us because it's like, no, think this way, do it this way, mm -hmm. right? And so we start to conform, you know, through that school system. And so, you know, because it's designed to teach people how to be employees, yep. bottom line, right? So there's that. 
Then there's what do I believe about others? If I believe that people are cheap, if I believe that people are greedy, if I be, like what do I believe, right? Mm-hmm. If I believe that salespeople are a certain way, yeah. What's the easiest way not to be that? Yeah. Well, is to not sell. Yeah. Right? Because I don't want to be that sleazy, slimy person when in fact what is sales? Sales is about enrolling. It's actually it's actually finding a problem and filling it, right? Providing yeah. a, a valuable solution. I look at it and and I always teach people, and I don't know why I'm getting on the sales thing, so maybe somebody needs to hear this, Just you know, that's it. listening, is yeah. you know, with the sales it's like sales is the number one skill in business and in life, right? The ability to sell. The number one sale you gotta make is the one you make to yourself. Mm-hmm. You gotta sell you on you. Right. And then from that place, then it's how, how can I create, just like I said earlier with how I started my business is how can I create value in the marketplace so much so that the marketplace wants to pay me back. Right. So what is sales? Sales is setting that up. And then of course, what do you believe about the world around you? This is, this is, um, one that especially certain times with the economy that goes down, you hear it a lot more than others, Mm -hmm. but it's always prevalent is, you know what? The job market's tough. Can't, you know, can't find good people, right? There's yeah. all of these different, you know, uh, dynamics, um, po- the politics, right? Like that they sh- they play into that. The uncertainty, the fear, the anxiety of what's going on in the world, the media, what it's telling us, mm-hmm. right, impacts the way people think about their business, the way they think about their life. And so there's that that that's where all the obstacles really come from. Yeah. And for myself, I look at it and I say, you know. I've got this comfort zone, this comfort zone. And even today, right? I mean, we all have a comfort zone. This has mm-hmm. brought us to where we are today. And if we want to go somewhere else, we want to create a, a new outcome. We have to be willing to expand our comfort zone. I love what one of my coaches, he says, don't try to go from like here and jump over here, way over here in terms of comfort zones, mm-hmm. because it's like you're, you know, it's so much of a jump. But what if you were just to every week, just a little bit? Mm-hmm. And create a new comfort zone, a new comfort zone, a new comfort zone, and soon you would actually fulfill your vision. So for yeah. people out there that maybe, um, and I've worked with a lot of executives that are in transition or executives that are thinking about launching a business, you know, and you know, especially those, and they're saying, well, I don't know, like when do I make the jump? How do I do it? Yeah. And you know, it starts like plan, prepare. You don't have to. You don't have to jump in. Some people do, but you don't have to stress yourself out and jump in full, you know, quit your job tomorrow. But what can you do today that just moves you forward until the point where it rebalances and you get to the point where all of a sudden now you've got this much value, you're creating, you've been sowing seeds long enough that now it's time to make that change, Yeah. you know, and, but it shifts, it's in a mindset. It's actually treating, the first thing I would suggest is before people even leave their job, start treating their job like they're the business owner, mm-hmm. like they own it. Yeah. Because you start to develop those habits. You know, one of the things I worked on a project with some lawyers years ago, it was supposed to be a short term little thing and it turned out to be many years <laughs> long. There was it was a few days a week and I was working with them and so I was technically an employee and and for them. And I, I love working with them, very entrepreneurial and so forth. Had a great experience. In fact, during that time, they actually went to a large firm. So I had the opportunity. It was great for my later on doing the training and coaching because I could understand the bureaucratic mindset because I had actually experienced it. Yeah. Um, but I had a unique experience where they're just like, just do what you need to do and, you know, whatever, just do it. And and so, but I had the skill sets from, you know, my business and that's why they hired, that's why they wanted me to work on this project. But why was I so successful there is because, I treated it like my own. I treated mm-hmm. those clients 
like they were my clients. If they were my clients, how would I have treated them? Now I know they're not my clients. They're somebody else's clients. So I have, there's obviously a line and respect there, Mm -hmm. but I'm treating it like my own. And you know what? A lot of times people in their, in their job, they're just like, well, it's not my job. Yeah. I want to get paid more money, but it's not my job. Yeah. I'm going to leave and too bad for you. Right. They let their team, good luck. You know, I'm going home. You're working late. Too bad. And if you do that and you take that mindset into the entrepreneurial space, oh, gosh. you you will not <laughs> succeed. That's no not way. the way it works in here. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Does that make sense? It absolutely does make sense. Uh, it's pr- actually a perfect segue and it's in something I want to ask you about because um, I know obviously you're a keynote speaker as well. And I noticed that one of your topics talked about um, you, Inc., like Y-O-U, Inc., and um, learning to think like an entrepreneur, and it, and it got me thinking about something. I was listening to um, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, who's not somebody I've followed much in, in, in many years because he is so, his I should say his personality is so the opposite of me. <laughs> He's so out there and so just full of real energy. And, you know, he's cursing all the time. And it, but so I always watched him like at a distance, like, you know, one of those shows that'll be on TV that, you know, it's not your thing to watch, but it is interesting for a second. And then you, you kind of blow by. But anyway, I've been listening to him more. But anyway, what he said something a couple weeks ago, I should, he probably said it a while ago, but I heard him say something the other day um, that has just been kind of grinding in the back of my head. And he was giving somebody advice and he said, you need to th- start thinking of yourself as a media company. And he was just giving somebody some advice mm-hmm. about in the way and how they should, what they need to do to expand. And it was somebody that was already successful. Mm-hmm. And he said, you really need to start thinking of yourself as a media company, like be the ESPN of your industry. And it, it was just mid-sentence. And it wasn't even, it wasn't a headline of the video or anything. It was just something he said mid, mid-sentence. And I was like, I don't know why it struck me as like that is like I understood what he what he was saying. And it's not even the first time I've heard a sentiment like that. But just the way he, he put it made me really think maybe really what it did was made me reflect on me. And like, OK, in my own business and what I'm doing and what I'm building and have been working on for years now. Where am I failing in that? And of course, I came up with a laundry list of ways that I can in, improve on that sentiment. But when I saw it, it was really awesome when I. I was on your site before our interview today, and I saw that as in your keynote as speaking about you, Inc., and, and how to think like an entrepreneur. It reminded me of that that sentiment, like treating you like your own company, uh, which obviously an entrepreneur has their own company, but there's a difference when you think of yourself as a business or a small business or a company or an entrepreneur, and, oh, this is my nice, safe little business that I'm going to have here, but you and I, you know, you definitely know as well as I do that however big you're willing to think, you know, you're not always going to get quite there. But man, if you allow yourself to expand and just that and use that mindset of you, Inc. And I saw in, in, in your in your media kit, you had INC is like all capital letters. And I was like, yes, I love that topic. Where did that come from? For you, because you created this as one of your your talking topics, I'm curious to know yeah. where that came from and and how you interpret or how you how you teach that in in your keynotes. Well, yeah, great question. Actually, there's a a guy who wrote a book many years ago, so I want to give credit to him. Mm-hmm. I heard him speak, and uh, his book is called Burke Hedges, and his book is called You Inc. Okay. And you know, be the CEO of your own life. And yeah. 
And it really spoke to, you know, to my philosophy that we were just talking about is everybody is an entrepreneur. So it actually goes beyond even just that you own a business and now you are you Inc or that you are your own media company. And that does speak to me. And even as a confirmation, uh, you know, from what Gary V said, because that's actually where I'm going is looking to be that media, the ESPN of my industry, you know, and, and to really expand that out. Well, um, it, it goes back to even like when you're working in a job, the reality is even if somebody actually, if somebody's an employee and works for someone else, mm-hmm. and this is how I also help people to transition from their mindset to go, these things are so different. I work for a, you know, a company. It's so different than being a, you know, in business for yourself. Yeah, there are a lot of distinctions, but fundamentally, you already own your own business over here. You just have one client. And that client determines like you eat, it's on all or nothing, mm-hmm. right? So the difference, so it just, it bridges the gap for people in their viewpoint to say, oh, maybe it's not so, di- maybe it's not so big of a jump for me, right? Okay, rather than having one client that you have all your eggs in one basket, they pay your whole uh, salary or in, you know, in that case, in a business, you wouldn't want to have one client. You would want to have multiple clients so that your revenue is coming from different sources. Mm-hmm. And I say, actually, people say, you know, being being a business owner is actually very risky. Well, I think this is risky over here because you have yeah. one client. If they fire you one day, you're going to lose 100% of your income, right? Yeah, you may go on EI or whatever, but you're going to lose that income, that client, one shot, mm-hmm. versus over here, if you had 10 clients, 20, 10, 24, 50 clients, you have a lot more. So maybe you lose 5% of your revenue and you can make mm-hmm. it back up again or whatever. You have this constant turn. So it's so it's actually more than just even when you own a business. Everybody owns a business and it's called you Inc. Everybody is their own company because you are representing yourself. Even somebody that goes for a job interview, and I've worked with people like I said, executives in transition mm-hmm. who are looking to some of them found themselves 55 years old, and they're like, "What am I going to do now? I want to get another job, but I, if that doesn't work out, and it may not, yeah. what else can I be doing?" And so sometimes they're they're straddling that to see which opportunity is going to open up. And so as I've worked with them on when they go into the interview is to consider that number one, their resume is a marketing piece. Yeah. It's a sales piece. That's yep. what you're doing. Sure. All you're doing is you're selling you. Yes. You're not selling a widget. You're not selling you know, cell phones or whatever. You're selling you. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. So you've, it's like, look, you've been selling yourself or not mm-hmm. for, a, for a long time. All we're going to do is we're going to translate that over to now how do you do it? How do you get more clients? And then, of course, we built the infrastructure behind it, if that makes yeah, sense. Absolutely. Yeah, I love yeah. it. It, it, is, it is so true. And uh, if we are, everybody has their own brand. I mean, you can be an employee anywhere, whether it's Walmart or Goldman Sachs. It doesn't matter. You know, me, where I've been working in my organization for, for decades, and everybody, when you look at them, you know their personality. You know their, I mean, if you think of them in terms of brand. That's your brand. They have their personality. They have their reputation for their work ethic, their timing, their demeanor, the way they deal with the public. like, And all those things will transfer should they go somewhere else because that brand yeah. will follow you. It's who you are. That, that, it's who you like are. Like you said, your, your resume, the reputation, everything, all that stuff follows you. So, yeah, I think that is a brilliant thing, not just for entrepreneurs to think of you as... You know, this is me. Put a, you know, make you might as well make your own logo, even if you're an employee, because it it is the, it is the brand of you. That's that's extremely true. 
Well, and with that actually is um, speaking of people, because you may have some people that are thinking about going from the job to the mm-hmm. entrepreneurial space. Another thing that they can be doing while they are still working at their job, if they haven't already, is build up your LinkedIn profile. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I, I'm amazed. It's less and less now, but I'm amazed how few people actually like. I've had executives that are like, "Oh, I never needed that." <laughs> now I'm out of a job, or now yeah. I want to start a business, and now I got to go figure out who have I met over the years, and are they on LinkedIn, and learn all that. Learn yeah. that now because you're right. Like everybody, it, your brand as a company is yeah. not your logo, although that's a visual of it, representation mm-hmm. of it. Well, your brand is the brand experience, Starbucks. The yeah. reason why people go to Starbucks is because they know what they are going to expect at Starbucks. They go for the experience, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And so what is the experience? And even asking yourself, it's like, yeah, what's the experience that people are having with me? And that goes back to treating it, even in your job, treating it. If, if, if I was in business and I saw myself as you, Inc., and owning my own company, mm-hmm. what is it that I'm putting out there to the people that I'm working with? Because they may be your future clients one day. Yeah. If you start, if you launch a business and you venture out, do you want to go back to your? I mean, that would be a great pl- thing to do, right? What if you left and let's say became a trainer, and now you go back into your old company and mm. offer to work with them? But if you didn't create good relationships while you were there and yeah. you treated it like not my job to, to you know, screw you, what are you going to do? Come back and teach people team, team building, how to, you know, build relationships. Like people are yeah. going to look at you and go, we know you because we've experienced your brand and that's not, there's a disconnect there. So you have the opportunity. Everybody has the opportunity to build their brand right now. You're doing it, right? Yeah. And that's why for you, that transition, people go, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. That makes sense because yeah. I know Aaron. That's who he is. Yeah. And it's just an extension. Your business is just an extension of you. Yeah, and it's so true. And it's funny because in so many ways, it is. If we really break it down, it can be so simple, right? Because it's a values <laughs> thing. It's 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 a character issue. Like if yeah. if you're an employee somewhere and you, everybody, I would say, everybody who went to a job interview is bragging about how great they're going to be and how hard they're going to work, and then later, you know, some people kind of go off the deep end and say, okay, now that I've pulled off that scam in that interview, I'm just going to sit back and do the minimum. But really, mm-hmm. if it's if it's a value thing, if, if, if we are honest with ourselves and say, okay, what's really important to me? Is it is it being honest? Is it, you know, holding myself to higher standards than than most people do and 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 really putting out the best performance that I can put out, whether I'm actually enjoying what I'm doing or not. That's a that's a matter of character and, and values. And that and that is what's remembered, right? It's definitely Yeah, and that's remembered. actually integrity and it's integrity. Yes. Yes. Right? This goes back to being in integrity with others, mm-hmm. but also being in integrity with you yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So, if I go into an interview and let's say I sell myself and I tell them how good I am and then later on it, as I now I get the job, now I'm going to do as little as possible to mm-hmm. not get fired and if yeah. I do that, then yeah, I'm actually jipping them, right? Yeah. But I'm also jipping myself and my confidence goes down because I know that I'm full of it. I know that I'm not playing to my highest potential. Mm-hmm. And so when people have like, like how is the best way to build your confidence is operate from excellence, yeah. right? Is to do everything you do with the best, you know, the best you possibly can. 
And that's going to look different every day. Some mm-hmm. days it's going to be, you know, it's the best you, you know, in that moment. So there's, you know, sometimes people say, you know, you want to do better every day. And I believe in that, you know, where you're constantly stretching yourself to be better. But some days, you know, some days just are, you're just more yeah. on it than others, you know, yeah. and give yourself some slack. But, you know, um, from that standpoint, you give yourself some credit for just always doing the best you can possibly do in that, in that moment. And setting yourself up to be able to do that, which is, of course, you know, your daily habits and all those things that can set you up for excellence. But, yeah, set yourself up for excellence mm-hmm. because as you do that, then you're you're going to feel more confident. People are going to feel more confident. You're going to be in integrity. Mm-hmm. And it will be much easier to make that transition. And it may be, you know, that maybe all of a sudden you get a promotion or, you know, people see that wow, you know what, that person, I can trust that person. Like, what do you want to be known for? Yeah. You know, it's interesting, this conversation, but we're kind of going down this path of the, you know, people that are transitioning. But this goes the same thing for, again, because you ink, everybody owns their own company. Even as you own a business, ask yourself, what do I want to be known for? Yeah. You know, when people meet me, when they walk away, what, how do they, how did I make them feel? Yeah, it's funny. I love that what you're saying here, because this, this brings up a perfect point that I see a lot with with newer entrepreneurs not that i you know not that i'm some guy to be saying people are newer but i see a lot of people struggling when they start out for example i was i was, I was in a one of the groups i'm in online is a facebook group for a pretty big name out there and one of the one of the newer people in the group was asking about building their their instagram page and they wanted to know you know how can i get more followers i've done a b c and d and she starts talking about these strategies that she'd been learning to build a following mm-hmm. um but i hopped over onto her onto her profile on instagram and she had a couple of posts up but she had a link to her blog and i looked on her blog she had so much so many beautiful beautifully written articles and mm-hmm. she had a three-day course she had all this amazing stuff and then i looked back on her profile and there was like three posts and i'm um, and to your point it's like if she would have just asked her, and I don't say this out of judgment for her, I say it because it's like I, I wanted to scream and tell her how much amazing stuff she had. And if she would ask herself that question that you just said, what do I want to be known for? And she's already creating it. If she would just transition some of that stuff to, it doesn't matter what the platform is, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or, or Twitter or anything else. When you start saying, okay, what do I, what do I want to be known for and start sharing that? the nuggets of wisdom she had, some quotes that she had, some of the content, some of the value, as you said earlier, from the things she's already creating. And that's that would be a, the perfect representation of her brand. And I think for so many young, not just young entrepreneurs, for so many entrepreneurs, we get so caught up in the technicalities of what we need to do and what's the strategy and tactic to beat the algorithm in the latest platform you know, change on yeah. Facebook and wherever else. And all this stuff that... Not that it doesn't matter, but it's not you. It's like like your 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 brand yeah. and your purpose for being in business is sharing what you want to share. So the ultimate growth tool is sharing some really amazingly valuable stuff that, that will make people say, "Oh my gosh, thank you! I needed to hear this." And yeah. I think we tend to overcomplicate it. And I and I'm I will raise my hand first because I've I'm Same here. definitely an over analyzer and I will beat a strategy to death in my head before I finally sit back and have a half a glass of wine and say, oh, wait, I just need to do this. <laughs> you know, and I'll kill so much time over analyzing. 
Um, but I think it's important to bring it up that point and to simplify it with, you know, uh, the, the statement you said about what, what do you want to be known for? And I, you probably wouldn't even think of it as a big deal when you said it, but I, I think it's I think it's something that if people take nothing else away from this interview, and they better be taking more away than that. But, but if you remember to ask that question as a business owner, as a soon to be or want to be business owner, or even if you're just if you're an employee still, and you ask yourself that, what do I want to be known for? It, it'll really answer a lot of questions when it comes to what do I need to do next. Um, yeah, and not not from a standpoint of. Um people pleasing. No. Like I want to be known and that's not what we're talking about to be clear and it's like, it, that's legacy. actually an Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's it, the reason why I bring up that point is because there may be some people listening out there that have fallen into the trap and I fell into the trap too. It's some you know, you kind of like, okay, what do I need to this whole social media thing? What's yeah. the persona that I need to put out there? Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. We're mm-hmm. talking about and actually more now more than ever. Uh, people want real. They want to yes. see the real you. They don't want to see the the wounded um, victim you. That's not what I'm talking about. Because some people get too, you know, oh, let me tell you all of my horrible, you know, life and how bad yeah. it was. And you're like, wow. Yeah. Now, tell me, tell me what my real thumb is. Okay. Um, and I've had like I've done posts uh, mm-hmm. on this, and um, where I've I've shared like some things that have happened in my life. It's like yeah. a little, you know, did I know that in three years is all these horrible things would happen but i didn't leave it there Mm -hmm. i said and here's what i learned blah 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 blah, right and this was the greatest gift for me because of what how how i was able to grow through that that's different than saying okay let me just be real and put it out there so i I do want to say that but in terms of like um people pleasing some people are so afraid and wondering how do i need to show up like who do i what do i want to be known for because i want to be like (laughs) gary Gary yes. V or whoever this, I think I need to be that other person. So let's be clear. This is you being the best you. Yes. If you try to be someone else, it never works. It's awkward. It never works. It's so awkward. <laughs> it's like, you know, like when you meet somebody and there's just something off yeah. and you don't really know what it is. Yeah. Some of the most, um, like the coolest people I've ever met, you know, they're, they're all, they're all so real and authentic. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like, you know, they're so unassuming. You just meet them and you're like, there is something about you. You are so you yeah yeah and 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 it's maybe different than me like that's one of the things i appreciate about gary v (laughs) gary is gary Uh, you know he's not trying to impress (laughs) he's not trying to impress anybody else actually i met him on the street in culver city uh, i was going to do a workshop and i walked and there was this guy standing there and it was kind of like out of the alley from the parking garage yeah and uh and i'm like wait a second and i i turned around and i went you're Gary V. Are you Gary? And he's like, yeah, he was on the phone. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. I didn't know that, you know, cause he's always being recorded, right? Yes. Some dude was recording this whole thing. So I turned up, <laughs> I had a friend of mine say, Hey, I just saw you on Gary V's video. I'm like, what? At least I didn't, thank God I didn't act like an idiot. Oh, you gosh, know, so but, cool. uh, but anyway, but no, he's just, and he was really nice guy. Like he's like, Oh yeah. yeah hey, nice yeah. to meet you. And all that kind of thing. So, but yeah, being real, being the best you, yeah. um, and it's so much more comfortable. It's like you're living yes. in your own skin, and so and with that, yeah. What do I want to be known for? What is mm-hmm. the legacy that I want to leave? You yeah. know, what do you, what do I want to have them say on my tombstone? Or you know, yeah. and and it's not about you. It's just this is. I believe that every single person comes to this world for a reason, has mm-hmm. a gift, something to give, 
Yeah. And it's like, what is that gift that you want to give to the world? Yeah. The contribution that you want to make. And not to be all woo-woo, but like, really, we're all here. For, I think we're here for a reason. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. I have to believe that. Otherwise, <laughs> what are we? <laughs> we're just, you don't want to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> no, you know, like, okay, yeah. random, random, you know. No, but I mean, we are all here for a reason and Absolutely. just and just live live that out. And that's where core values, you know, one of the greatest exercises for someone to go through is to really understand what are my core values Mm -hmm. you already have them just recognizing when you recognize what they are for me even when i was starting discover the edge and i was asking myself what are what are the skill sets and that's a starting point when i'm working with people is if they don't know is to identify what are your strengths what is your passion what are your passions what is your um what what experience do you have so that you can differentiate what what makes you you mm-hmm. and then because sometimes we're so unaware of it like we were talking earlier you're so unaware of it if you're unaware of it it's hard to it's hard to market it it's yeah. hard to communicate um it intentionally like this lady that you're talking about she doesn't even know how much right? value she so there, yeah yeah so she doesn't know that wow the the gift is in those blogs yes and you don't have to complicate it just take some excerpts out there put it on instagram you know, you're ready, you're, you're off to the races. So understanding, knowing, being aware, that's where self-awareness comes in. Yeah. Being aware of yourself, knowing who you are and what you want to bring to to the, to the, to the world. And so you're being intentional uh, with that. As soon as I understood, like even I said earlier, my, my strength as a maximizer, my maximizer, it's like, oh yeah, I guess mm-hmm. I do have that, right? Futuristic, yeah. maximizer, achiever, belief, and uh, what is it? Ideation. I'm like, yeah, you know what? That, yeah, that makes sense. That's from the Strengths Finder uh, 2.0 uh, assessment, which is a book, and then you can do the assessment if anybody's uh, wondering where that comes from. And so I get top five th- themes of talent. I'm like, wow, you know what? That's really cool. Now I can be intentional about it. Now I can say, yeah, you know what? I do have this future uh, futuristic uh, strength where I see trends and I see what's coming, and and I use it with in my own business, but I also use it when I'm working with clients to see what's ahead. And how they can maximize those opportunities and trends, what's happening out there. So if I know that, I can actually use it even more. It's like if I know I have a tool in my toolbox, yeah. I can actually yeah. use it more effectively. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, so, it's so cool because the, the bonus is to, to the point about being, being real and being authentic and how it's so obvious when people aren't anymore, which is why it's cool. Like I love that we have people like Gary, not to harp on him again, but, but people like that and seeing how freaking consistent they are. Like, he's yes. consistently that dude. Yeah. All the time. Un- unapologetically, the, um, this is who I but, am. Yeah. But, that's why, but that's why people like you and I, who aren't necessarily, we don't behave, our mannerisms aren't the same, but we appreciate it. Like, that dude's yes. being that dude. We all, we, all, you know, we all have the crazy uncle or something like that, and we love him because they're just them. And, but it, it simplifies us, if, if we want to look at it from a business standpoint, it makes it so much easier. Because one of the toughest things I see people struggle with is, oh, there's so much to do, and I got to put something on YouTube, and I got to, you know, I got to make a podcast, or I got to start a podcast, or I got to write a blog, and I don't know what to talk about. And it, and but if you're just being you, and like you said, if you're finding your strengths, your core values, and you know what your jam is, then just do your thing. Just yeah. What would you normally? talk about it whether you video it or audio record it or type it whatever you feel like doing ideally if you want to be the espn of your industry you'll do all the above and yeah. just splice it out everywhere but it makes it so much simpler 
when when you find out what your strengths are. I'm definitely going to link up that uh, your suggested uh, book. You said Strengths Finder 2.0. Yes, it's from Gallup Organization. Great okay. book. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'll make sure I link that up. But it is. It's so much simpler when you when you know what your thing is and you're just real about it and not trying to be someone else. I, can you imagine if I tried to be Gary V. Like I'm the most laid back dude out there. <laughs> I just started dropping F-bombs and yelling. Your friends would be like, what the about, hell does this happen? I, I would fall asleep in 20 seconds. I just wouldn't be, my energy would be gone. <laughs> oh, you'd, yeah, you'd wear yourself out. I'd just wear myself out. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah. But it is, it's it's so cool. I mean, I'm, I'm joking, but I'm serious that it, it really, when if we're willing to be authentic, and that's why I lead these interviews and I'm so, I'm just full, I'm so much more, so much fuller of energy when I'm done because I love it. it. Just it perks me up because this is what I enjoy doing, and I, I'm sure you feel the same way. You wouldn't have lasted decades in in business and doing what you're doing. It's your thing. You love doing it, and it that's what gives well, us energy. It's interesting that you say that, yeah, because there was a while where I thought it was a product, you know, and yeah. I thought, oh, well, it's it's maybe I'm excited about this, or maybe I'm excited about that, and and I use a number of assessment tools. So I use DISC and mm-hmm. Colby, and then I'll u- utilize that Strengths Finder, yep. and. Uh, and Colby, in, in that assessment tool, it talks about um, like fact finder, follow through, quick start, mm-hmm. implementer, and so the um, which is like more tactile. And uh, the quick start, so like I'm a really high quick start. Really? And okay. so, yeah, like out of zero from zero to 10, I'm a nine, right? Wow. So I'm, I'm like all excited about yeah. something and then it's like, it's got to go, right? For, otherwise I'll get bored and, you know, okay, <laughs> what's the next thing? But that's why the strategy, that's why it all ties in together. Well, yeah. um, I was, when I started out my career, I started selling fax machines back. I was 16 years old. Uh, so when I was 16, 17 years old, I was selling fax machines. Uh, short stint, didn't really realize I wasn't excited about that, went to something else, went to something else. Went to, and then eventually I realized, you know, that the, the thing that I was passionate about wasn't the products themselves, it was the business. And mm-hmm. so to your point, yeah, when you discover and you realize this is the thing that I always like talking about. I like reading about, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's really about, for me, it's actually even deeper than the entrepreneur, you know, the business world. It's actually, because I'm not really a, hey, let's watch, you know, and listen to the financial post or read the financial post so much, but it's actually human potential underneath yeah. that. Yeah. That's what really gets me. Yeah. And everybody has that. Something that they just naturally, is just always interested in, yeah. you know, and, and yeah, do do that. Do yeah. you. Yeah. You know? Do more of it. You ink. Do you. <laughs> yes. Yep. There you go. Find a way to monetize it. There always there's always a way yeah. these days. That's important. And, yes. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and do your thing. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, listen, I wanna I wanna be respectful of, of, of your time uh, here, so I but I definitely wanna hit you with a few questions if I can. Sure. Uh bef- before we finish today. I would love to know something that you've been either a thing you've been working on, something you've been doing, whether it's a a habit or an app or a product or something you've been doing that's really working for you in your business or personal life that you can share with everybody that they can maybe take advantage of. So like a tool, like when you said an app, like a tool that I use for my own life. Yeah. So, um, doesn't have to be an app. Could be a habit. Could be anything. Yeah. It could be something that, but it's Mm -hmm. something that I use in my own life. Yeah, Yeah. You know, for me, um, I call it the winning strategy, right? When I do okay. these things, life works. When I don't do these things, life doesn't work. It might work for a few days or a week, uh-huh. but then it starts to slide off. And one of the biggest things that I do 
which I would encourage everyone, especially nowadays with all of the information that's coming at us constantly, mm-hmm. is to ground, ground yourself. Yeah. And just like be get quiet. Spend a few minutes every single day. If I don't do that, I get a little cranky because <laughs> I'm just like, okay, you know, enough already. I love people but and I love information. I love learning. But I just, it's in those still, you know, those yeah. quiet moments that yeah. I get clear. And then that's where the, that's where the divine downloads come. That's why it comes yes. at 4.30 in the morning. You ever wonder, people wonder, why is it that I always get these great ideas early in the morning? Yeah. It's because you've been, you've had that silence. Yeah. And so creating that silence every day has been very powerful. And as I said, when I don't do it, then, you know, it doesn't work. And, you know, you may coordinate that with going to the gym, going mm-hmm. for a walk, going, you know, physical activity. People have families, they're busy, they got kids and, you know, they don't have a lot of time. But you can actually incorporate multiple things together and do that. Or take your, you know, son or daughter and take them for a walk in the park and just yeah. – they may still be chattering to you, but it's like it's a much more relaxing. <laughs> turn off the social media, turn yeah. off the cell phone, just be present and yeah. ground yourself in the present moment. I actually, um, with that, have a client of mine that has been struggling with. Um, he's, and I think a lot of people are, they're either living in the past mm-hmm. and regret yeah. or they're living in the future mm-hmm. with fear and worry. Yeah. And I said, the only thing that you can impact is right now. Yeah. You can't do anything about what happened. You can learn from it, mm-hmm. but you can't do anything to change it. You can't actually even do anything about the future, really. Where the, If you want to impact the future, it's only in the now that you impact yeah. what happens in the future. So don't worry about that stuff. Plan ahead, sure, be intelligent, all those things. I'm big on strategy. But it's in that present moment. Be right here. And that's where grounding can support that to help you to be present in the moment it's the art of presence right being present with yourself and being able to be present with others and then you're also present with the opportunities that are around you and it's most of the opportunities we're looking for are already there they're already around us we just don't see them because we're too busy with all this information overload that we can't see what's around us yeah Uh, that that gets my unanimous vote for that one, that practicing calm, because uh, yeah, I, I, st- I discovered. Well, I didn't discover meditation, but <laughs> apparently somebody was doing it before. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I actually started um, doing it as a practice. I don't know what four or five years ago now, and pff, world changing, completely world changing. And it's funny. I, I was smiling when you said, you know, if if you miss it, if you don't have that. That take that time to be grounded, you feel it. I mean, I if I skip a day of you know that quiet meditation, I don't, I don't, you know I'm not in sweat houses or anything doing it. I just take, but I make sure I take that time during the day. And yeah, it makes a huge difference because we only get good at what we practice. And if we don't practice being calm, how do we expect to be calm, especially when there's chaos going on? So well, and it's like five minutes. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be long. You literally yeah. can stand there. So for practical, if somebody's never done it, mm-hmm. you don't even have to go into a meditative state mm-hmm. for a long period of time. Yeah. You literally, even if you just sit or you stand and you literally just feel yourself and you feel your body and you, you actually get presence yourself to your body, yeah. that alone, it's like all of a sudden, wow, here I am. I'm, I'm here. Like yeah. I'm, you know, and yeah, there are exercises where you can like imagine yourself being a tree and the roots going down yeah. into the earth and you know connecting up. I always like doing you know 
connecting down, but also connecting up yeah. and just be, but even just simply being just aware of yourself is self-awareness that we're talking about being aware of yourself and notice how you feel. And, um, there's actually a number of people that I've been interviewing on my podcast lately that have been talking about, um, the power of somatic intelligence, embodiment yeah. process, really neat things which actually talk about the body has so much wisdom and we are not using that wisdom yeah the body knows that's why your body gets out i mean this we could talk for hours i know i'm i don't want to go too far because but i mean just the your body knows yeah. and it responds so when you start getting illnesses that's your body saying hey yeah you're not paying attention to something yeah. and you know and at some point it's going to let you know yes. that it's you can't you can't go any further without ignoring it, uh, without doing something about it. So, yeah, presence. Yeah. So it just, you know, people say, because people, the reason why I say that is because people say, oh, I don't have time for that. Yeah. I have kids and I have a business yeah. and I got the, those, I got all this stuff going on. They need more That's than five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But even if like in your office and you're just, because I've worked with financial advisors very yeah. well, you know, successful, uh, well-off advisor. And they're like, like, oh, these things going on and so forth. And, mm -hmm. and it's like, look, shut your door. Five minutes goes by really fast. Yep. And you just, that as a starting point will do wonders. If you haven't done it, five minutes is, an, is a long time. Is. And then you can extend out from there. But yeah, you're right. It's like, if you don't, if, if you're in a crazy busy situation and your life is chaotic, yeah. you need it more. Yeah. Than anybody else. Yes, absolutely. Totally. Beautiful sage advice. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that one. Uh, one other thing I, I, I have to know, and you got to share, what's big, what's next on the horizon for Nicole Jansen? What's next? Something big that you're looking yeah. forward to? I know you see, when I mentioned the ESPN thing that Gary was talking about, I saw mm -hmm. you, you kind of light up like, I got some things going on, people. <laughs> tell us, <laughs> tell us uh, what's next on the horizon for you that we can look forward to. And, uh, you know, there's plenty of reasons to follow you, but now we have a, a bonus reasons for people to keep an eye on you and make sure to subscribe to you and what you're up to. Well, thank you. Well, so, yes, I do have, and I'm looking over here because I've got my notes. I was just mm -hmm. working on it even before. Yeah, my notes. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's the Leaders of Transformation to me is much more than a podcast. And when, when I had this inspiration, I realized very quickly that it was more than that. Um, it really was about connecting the difference makers and the world changers so that we could literally change the conversation out there uh, from this scarcity, me conversation, competitive to a we conversation. That's yeah. going to look different in different arenas. Um, but ultimately, and you love, right? Your sign behind you. That's like, to me, love God, love yeah. one another. This yeah. is really, this is real simple and it's so powerful. I've had people say, oh, love, it's kind of mushy. Not so much nowadays. Mm. But I'm like, seriously, yeah. love is powerful and it's, yeah. and you know, it, you got to be a strong person to be able to, for what we're talking about, true unconditional love. So, uh, requires a lot of wisdom and a lot of, you know, uh, that's a whole other podcast in itself. <laughs> Coming back to your question. Um, so yeah, so with that. The media, you know, being the ESPN of the industry is saying, how do we bring people together? So I've got a big vision for the media play and, and expanding it out. And there's a part of me that goes like, who am I to be even knowing how to do this? But you know what? It's just that one step and that yeah. one step, because I'm not the greatest at getting everything out there and podcast, podcast, you know, here's my, you know, like all over the place and filling the airwaves and, you know, blasting it out there. 
Um, but doing the thing that I'm doing my thing, right? Mm-hmm. Doing my jam Do that thing. and putting it out there and learning and finding great people around me to surround me that have strengths and build that out. I, I believe that we can get there. And so with that, there's events, um, looking at even events that elevate listing out and saying, here are the amazing events that are going on. Here are the other podcasts or that I can recommend becoming a curator of, mm. uh, all things transformation. Yeah. So we can bring the people together and, and create a greater impact. So that's, nice. that's what's on the horizon. And uh, it's a yeah. lot of pieces, but it's yeah. exciting. But the good pieces, because you're smiling. Yeah. <laughs> the good well, pieces. Well, it's funny because when I started my podcast, somebody said I was in LA at the time, uh, Los Angeles, and somebody said, you can get a million followers here in LA. And I said, yeah, but they would all be from LA and we're all mm. in this little bubble. And thank God, the world is not all like LA. <laughs> that'd be crazy um but so there's a lot more and so i wanted to um i wanted to have people from different parts of the world so we've had listeners from you know over 100 countries and we have people that are uh the guests from all over the world i wanted to get that yeah uh, perspective Mm -hmm. because it's global transformation that we're talking about and so i'm actually gone i've gone wide early so it's maybe slower growth in the beginning, but I think that that wide net will then start to pick up yeah. uh, steam as we go. I, I truly believe you're on the right track, and, and I love what you're doing. I love the, the community that you've already built. Um, I've gotten to meet some of the people in your world and in your circle, and, and you are, you're on the right track. And I'm, I'm excited to see what comes from you because I'm excited to... Just touch it and be a part of it because uh, we're gonna do so. Yeah, we're gonna do some cool yeah. things together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. So that's that's exciting. Most important question I can ask you is for you to share everybody. How can they get uh, share with everybody? How they can get a hold of you? Where they can find you and connect with you and and take you up on on and seeing you do your jam. You know, do your thing. <laughs> cool. Yeah. You know what? I've got uh, I've got my coaching website, which is um, discovertheedge.com, mm-hmm. and then my podcast is leadersoftransformation.com. And uh, yeah, so they can check that out. You can find us, the podcast is on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, whatever your preference. (laughs) And of course, I'm all over social media. And uh, I love to connect to people that uh, are making a difference. And if there's somebody out there, of course, if they're trying to make that transition, or they're trying to grow their business, I'd be happy to have a conversation and sit with them and, you know, contribute to that journey. So appreciated. Thank you. Definitely, uh, I'll make sure everybody listening. I'll make sure I link up all those notes, uh, those links, obviously, so you can easily get a hold of Nicole. Just stop over at uh, AaronKeithHawkins.com. Uh, go to the search bar on the top right of the screen and type in Jansen, J-A-N-S-E-N. Am I correct? Yes. Yes, J-A-N-S-E-N. Uh, just type in Jansen, and you'll get a link to our episode together, and you can find all her good stuff there and, and join her world. Trust me, you'll be glad you did. Nicole, I can't thank you enough, and we definitely we need to do this again. I'm, I don't say this often, it's but so fun. I would yeah. love to do another episode with you again um, in the in the not too distant future because uh, there's so much more we could have talked about. There's so much amazing value coming from you, and I just love talking to you. So <laughs> I know we're going to talk again Likewise. more. So why yeah. not record it and let everybody else benefit from it as well? Thank you so much for joining me, and we're going to talk again real soon. Okay. Yes, thank you. Appreciate you. And I'm grateful to be here, Aaron. Thank you for all the things you do. Thank you very much. Talk to you soon. Thank you again for being here. I have to take a second to thank two of my favorite people. Number one, 
you for stopping by and listening to the show and spending some time with me and Nicole today. Uh, you, I, I can't put into words how much I appreciate you for being a listener and subscribing, rating, reviewing the show. Because without without you, obviously, this, this show just simply wouldn't be here. So thank you so much. And of course, much like you, uh, I have to say thank you to, thank you to Nicole for sharing so much with us today. By the way, if you haven't had a chance to grab a free copy of my book, Million Dollar Influence, make sure you do so. It's totally free. Uh, Million Dollar Influence, how to create life-changing connection, trust, and impact in your business and life. It has been, the content has been a game changer for me, if I'm completely honest with you. Uh, so I want you to be able to take advantage of it and enjoy it and uh, benefit from it for yourself. Just swing over to AaronKeithHawkins.com forward slash M-D-I to get your own copy. That's AaronKeithHawkins.com forward slash M-D-I. And of course, I can't wait to talk to you again next time. Until then, please make sure you're taking care of yourself. Take care of each other and keep on creating the best life of your life. I'm Aaron Keith Hawkins, and I can't wait to see you next time. Thanks again.